0: and Answers. Surveys show that the majority of students who profess Christ in high school abandon their faith after four years of college. It is clear our students are not prepared for the mental, moral, and spiritual challenges of the university campus. You're tuned to Evidence and Answers Radio Broadcast with your host, Pat Zucran. Pat is an author, teacher, and international speaker in the area of Christian apologetics, the defense of the Christian faith. Today on our show, Pat presents a winning strategy for students as they head to the university. Now with the conclusion to Campus Christianity is our host, Pat.
1: Jesus in the Garden of Gethsemane, when he needed his disciples the most, they were gone, and he stood there alone. Paul, you know, as he stood trial before the governors there and eventually the emperor, you know, he wrote in one of his last letters, 2 Timothy 5.16, At my first defense, no one came to stand by me, but all deserted me. May it not be charged against them. But the Lord stood by me and strengthened me. And that's the kind of relationship. We need to develop with the Lord so that in times when we're standing alone, we know that God is with us and, and the strength and power of God is with us and will get us through some of those difficult times. And it's not going to end in college. The pattern that you set in college is going to follow you for the rest of your life. I had a good friend who worked for a huge company, worldwide company. If I said the company, you, you'd know it immediately. International, huge, huge company. And he was one of the top salesmen for this company, and they had a record year. And so they had their convention here in Hawaii, and they rented out one of the finest hotels there in Waikiki. And I remember meeting him one night for dinner. You know, I was there at the hotel. We met in the lobby, and some of the top CEOs from his company came down. They were hanging out there in the lobby. And he introduced me to some of them, and I recognized them because these guys make the TV commercials and all that. I mean, big-time company. And he said, hey, this is Pat. He's, he's local. He's here from Hawaii, and so we're going to head on out. Uh, he knows some great places, and so we're going to go check him out. And these top CEOs looked at me, and they said, oh, hey, tell us some great places to go. And I looked at them, and I said, well, what do you guys want? And some girls in short skirts came walking by, and they pointed at those girls' skirts, and they said, we want some of that. We want that. You know, and I was totally stunned. I was totally caught off guard. I shouldn't have been, but I was totally caught off guard because these top CEOs acting like a bunch of adolescent boys, you know, talking like that. And I, I looked over at them and said, well, I'm not into that. You're on your own for that. You know, they kind of looked at me and they said, well, where are you? Queer? It's a problem. And they kind of looked over at my friend. And they said, hey, you're going to hang out with the queer or are you coming with us? So my friend had a decision to make. And so you think that kind of pressure is going to end in college? And I was going to say something real smart to him, like, well, I hope your wives know what you're doing. But I didn't. Bit my tongue there. But you think those kind of temptations are going to end in college? No, they're not. That's why, you know, if you compromise as a young adult, that will follow you through for the rest of your life. But if you learn to stand courageously on your convictions and upon God's word and be a faithful disciple of Christ, it paid Big dividends in the end. It'll set the pattern for the rest of your life. Many think, you know, hey, I'll experiment and live it up for four years and then get serious about God later. You know, well, this is a complete lie. The habits that you establish, the friendships that you make, the choices that you make will have a lifetime of consequences. And these will set the foundation for your life. It starts in the mind. I remember Charles Swindoll, the former president of Dallas Theological Seminary, said this wise saying, I don't know where it's from, but I first heard it from him. But he said, sow a thought, reap an action. Sow an action, reap a habit. Sow a habit, reap a character. Sow a character, reap a destiny. So if you compromise, you know, in college, you set a pattern for the rest of your life. But if you learn to stand courageously, not compromise, you also set a great pattern for the rest of your life that's going to pay huge rewards for you and your loved ones. Well those are some of the challenges that you'll face on the university campus. What you need to go in with is a winning strategy. All right. When United States military goes into battle, they go in with a strategy. They don't go in and say, well I'll figure it out as I go. All right? They've got a strategy in which they go into good athletic teams prepare for days sometimes weeks in advance they go in with a particular strategy companies all right when they go into new territory go in with a particular strategy and a christian going to the university campus one of the biggest challenges in their life needs to have a winning strategy all right so here's just a brief winning game plan for you first you know you need to prepare and two things you really need to prepare your heart and mind in daniel chapter one daniel and his friends were taken from israel and taken to the university of babylon and there these young teen boys were going to be transformed mentally spiritually everything to become good babylonian royalty and it starts off that their names were even changed all right to make the brainwashing complete Daniel's name was changed to Belshazzar or Belteshazzar. Changing from his Hebrew name, adopting the new, you know, in his name is Bel, the god of the Babylonians. But it says in the following verse, they were given a new diet, which was not part of the Old Testament diet, okay? Foods that were unclean in the Old Testament diet. And while the rest of the Jewish young people were... Compromising. It says here in verse 8, it says, Daniel resolved in his heart that he would not defile himself with the king's food, with the wine that he drank. So Daniel there prepared his heart from the very beginning that he was not going to compromise okay, on God's word and the values that had been instilled from him based on the principles of God's word. And that's one thing you need to prepare before you go on the university campus. Are you going to be a possessor of your faith or simply a professor of faith? The pun is intentional. Okay. You're be a possessor or a professor. You're really going to devote your heart to serving God and to really following him on the university campus and following his call for your life. Or are you simply a professor of faith? Is your faith really real or genuine? So examine your faith today. Do you really know Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior? And if you do, you're really ready to follow him as Jesus says, If anyone would be my disciple, let him take up his cross daily, die to himself, and follow me. You're willing to make that commitment. And you need to make it. Well before you get on the university campus. You need to be a possessor of your faith. You need to prepare your heart. Next, you need to prepare your mind. First Peter 3.15 says, But in your hearts set apart Christ as Lord. Always be prepared to give an answer or give a defense to anyone who asks you for the reason, for the hope that is within you. Yet do this with gentleness and respect. Apologetics. Every Christian student needs to be trained and equipped in apologetics to know not only what you believe, but why you believe. And to be able to give compelling reasons and evidence why you believe when you are challenged. And believe me, on the university campus, you are going to be challenged. And that's what we do here at Evidence and Answers at our college prep conferences and our youth conferences. And our adult conferences, we equip Christians, presenting them the compelling evidence and reasons for faith in Christ, and equipping them to really engage the ideas of the world for Christ. 2 Corinthians 10.5 says, The weapons we fight with are not weapons of the world. On the contrary, they have divine power to demolish strongholds. We demolish arguments and every pretension that sets itself up against the knowledge of God, and we take captive every thought to make it obedient to Christ. 2 Corinthians 104 4-5 says that we need to demolish those strongholds that keep people from seriously considering the message of Christ. In other words, Paul here draws a picture of a fortress that's protected by these walls, And this is a picture of the mind. Before you can go in and take those thoughts captives, you need to demolish those protective walls that keep people from seriously considering the message of Christ. So the Christian student needs to know what the arguments are out there that keep people from Christ or that demolish faith and in turn demolish them. Identify those which are true and false and the arguments which are false be able to show why they are indeed untrue and false All right, and demolish them. So the Christian has to work harder than the average student because you have to learn your material well, but also you've got to be able to discern truth from error. What part of these theories or material that I'm learning is true and what parts are false and why are they false? All right? So you need to develop that ability. So you need to be steeped in a Christian worldview. You need to know what it is and go to our website or attend our conferences and you understand the Christian worldview and how to develop an understanding in your particular arena of the Christian position. What is the Christian position in science, psychology, sociology, and others, all right? And build your Christian worldview there so you can discern truth from error. So prepare. The next P Pray. Prayer. Have a team of people praying for you all the years while you're at college. Of course, if your parents are believers in Christ, you can have them praying for you. Have your church praying for you. Have your youth leaders regularly praying for you. And communicate with them regularly. Email or give them a phone call or text or do a Zoom meeting you know, regularly so they can know how you're doing and how they can specifically be praying for you. So not only do you need to pray throughout your years of college, but have a whole team praying for you as well. So prepare, prayer. The third P is plug in. Plug into a fellowship of believers immediately before you get on campus. You know, research churches and campus ministries online before you even arrive. Contact them and connect immediately if you don't connect then the first couple of weeks you're there it's a lot harder as you get into your routine and your classes and your friendships to connect with some kind of christian fellowship as the semester goes by and it's tough you know you're there alone you got no car it's cold it's sunday morning should i go to church well do i have a ride no do i want to walk or- Few blocks over to that church. What kind of church is it? Do I know those people? I don't know. And I just sleep in. I watch it on the internet. Whatever, whatever kind of excuse you might give. And next week, same thing. And then the week next thing you know, you know, the years gone by. You haven't attended church. You're steeped in this naturalistic worldview from which you're getting your studies from, and it gets really hard to maintain your faith with Christ because our faith is not meant to be lived out alone. It's meant to be lived out in community. So it's real important that you plug in. Find a great ministry on campus or a church right nearby and plug in right away. Right, So you can go on the internet. There's great campus ministries to look up. You know, Ratio Christi, Crew, Innovarsity, The Navigators, AACF, Asian American Christian Fellowship. There's a whole lot of great resources that you can look up on the internet and connect with. And I'll say this, if you're at a small college or university that does not have a good church or campus ministry nearby, I would seriously rethink about your choice there. Remember what Jesus said in Mark 8. What does it profit a man to gain a whole world and, and lose his soul? You know, I remember talking to parents when I was a youth pastor. and They were so excited that their son got into this small college on the East Coast. I guess it was a prestigious school. They were so proud of him getting to that prestigious school. And I asked him, I said, well, is there a campus ministry on there? They said, oh, there's no Christian presence there on that campus. And I said, well, is there a church nearby? And they said, well, there's one about a couple miles away. I I said, is it a good church? What kind of church is it? They said, well, we don't know. And I said, "Uh, you know what? What other colleges did he get into? And they named a couple. And I said, you know, you may want to really think through this choice of this particular small college here and he said no this is where he's going period you know if he doesn't go there you know how can he get a high-paying job blah blah blah." and i said well remember you know what jesus said what well, does it profit a man and gain a whole world and, and lose his soul you know he may have graduated from a prestigious college but if he loses his faith in christ and no longer walks with god what was the cost really worth it and they were like oh, you don't. what do you know you know And they just kind of upsetly walked away. Well, you know, four years went by. I didn't hear from that student. And sure enough, you know, he was no longer walking with God. And even when he returned home, he didn't want to attend church or anything. And parents knew that he was out drinking, you know, at the bar and going to a different kind of lifestyle. And it was all the youth pastor's fault. So what I'm saying is plug in, plug in right away. Look for that church or university campus uh, ministry and plug in immediately. The fourth P, peers. Alright, so we go prepare, prayer, plug in, peers. You know, make your peers slowly and find great quality peers. You should have a lot of friends from all over the world and different backgrounds, but some of your closest friends you should, that's why you need to plug into a great campus ministry or a great church nearby because your Christian peers, you know, can hold you accountable and encourage you in the faith and help you in your studies to help you find Christian views on the particular subjects that you're studying and resources that you can go to during your studies. So choose them wisely. Choose them with care. Like I said, a lot of your high school buddies may not be your friends in college. Uh, Even if you're going to the same college or university, You probably won't be having the same classes. Your value is going to change. You may be going in different directions in your careers. And what was astounding to me is that many of those who claimed Christ in high school were simply professors of their faith. It really wasn't genuine. I remember the guy at my high school who won the Christian Character Award or the Christian Leadership Award, whatever it was, for being the outstanding Christian on campus. He won that award. About three years later, four years later, I saw him at a party at his brother's house and he was drinking down several beers next to the girlfriend whom he was living with. Totally had abandoned his walk with God and I went up to say hi and he pretended like he he never saw me before. Choose your friends and choose them wisely. And those who are solid in Christ, they're going to be Perhaps your lifetime friends who will encourage you, not only in your college years, but the rest of your life, you know, and hold you accountable and really uh, help you in your studies there at the university. And finally, the last P. So we go prepare, prayer, plug in, peers, and P. The last P is positive resources. Know your resources out there. The Christian student needs to know his or her material, but also to discern parts that are true and parts that are false. And so there are many websites. I mean, these are resources I never had when I was in college, but now many websites that can help students research a view Christian view on a particular topic. For example, our website, Evidence and Answers: over 700 interviews with top scholars from all over the world from issues to business ethics, medical ethics, science, Islam, Buddhism, atheism, probably any subject you're going to run into on the university campus we cover. So that's a tremendous asset for you. Another one I really like is str.org, Stand to Reason, my good friend Greg Kockel and his team out there. Another great one is reasonablefaith.org, the website of William Lane Craig, one of the premier apologists of our time. Another great apologetics website, equip.org, equip.org, our friends from the Institute of Christian Research there, another great apologetics website. Ministry, But other great seminaries uh, have great websites, too. Southern Evangelical Seminary, Biola University, great research and articles there for you as well. Those of you going into the sciences website, I highly recommend, Reasons to Believe, or reasons.org. Great organization helping students and Christians understand the role of science and faith. An outstanding team of scientists there writing on numerous, numerous issues regarding science and faith. Another organization of uh, Probe Ministries, Probe.org. Another great team of apologists there. So there are some great resources there for you on the internet as you do your research. And the Christian student has to work harder than the average student because not only do you have to know your material, but discern truth from error. And Know what the Christian view or the Christian position is on the particular area that you're studying. And finally, could I recommend to you our Evidence and Answers College Prep conferences? Those are some of my favorite conferences. We cover a whole host of topics worldviews on campus, why am I a Christian, you know, presenting the basic evidences for how we know Christianity is true, dating decisions, campus Christianity. The radio show I'm giving is part of that talk, Campus Christianity. The role of science and faith, defeating Darwin, ethics, knowing right from wrong, the problem of evil and suffering, Christianity and the world religions, truth, is it relative or is it absolute, and a whole lot more. We customize our conference according to the needs of your students, right? So, Give us a call at 808-483-0586 or shoot me an email at pat at evidenceandanswers.org. Pat at evidenceandanswers.org. And we, you know, talk to your youth leaders, talk to the parents there, get a, several youth groups together. You know, when you got a lot of teens there, it makes it a whole lot more fun. Making it all day, all weekend kind of gathering. But we'll customize it according to the needs of your students and parents and we will come out to wherever you are and do our college prep conference and prepare your teens to meet the challenge and come out victorious there and have a great time at the university campus so I recommend our evidence and answers college prep conference I'll be there and depending on where in the world we do this you know recruit local speakers there as well to join us and really it's a great outstanding conference. So email me at pat at evidenceandanswers.org or give us a call if you want at 808-483-0586 and we'll come to you and prepare your teens for that great challenge of the university. Also I highly recommend our books. To give to your teens before they go to the university campus? Unless I see, is there enough evidence to believe? This book is presents the evidence, the compelling evidence and arguments for our faith in Christ. How do we know God exists? How do we know Jesus was a historic person who lived a miraculous life, who died and rose again? You know, What is the answer to the problem of evil and suffering? Great book friend was telling me about how his son read it in his high school years rewrote it at that level so they could read and understand it and brought it with him to his university campus and not only would he read it but also gave it to his friends or he'd copy a chapter here and there for his friends to read great tool for the uh, the university student also the book regarding the world religions god eternity and spirituality a book i wrote On the various world religions out there and biblical critique of the particular religious views out there. But not only the religions like Islam and Buddhism and Hinduism, but also religious practices, you know, like yoga, martial arts. Those religious practices that are out there as well, and the uniqueness of Christianity, so that's another great book for your student to have God eternity and spirituality and another book I highly recommend I contributed several chapters to this book. It's called The Harvest Handbook of Apologetics. The editor there is Joe Holden and it's written by about there's about forty chapters in there, thirty of some of the premier apologists of our generation contribute to this book. So very outstanding apologetics book there. So those are three resources that I highly recommend that you give to your collegiate student as a gift as they prepare to go to the university campus. Well, as many of you know who have been through college, it can be a tremendous experience and a wonderful experience. But also it can be one, if you're not prepared, it can really shipwreck your faith and your life. For you that are going to the university campus, it's going to be a wonderful experience if you go in prepared and equipped for the challenges. And so that's what we're here to do here at Evidence and Answers. I hope you have four great or more wonderful years there on the university campus. And I pray that we can play a part in helping equipping you to face those challenges on the university campus. So God bless you as you go off to the University and while you're there there's any way that we can help feel free to contact me here at Evidence and Answers and I look forward to meeting you and hoping one day you'll look at me and say man thanks a lot because those four years were some of the best years of my life because I went in equipped with God's Word understanding the Christian worldview equipped in apologetics so I could meet the challenges and come out victorious after my four years at the University. Thanks for being with us here at Evidence and Answers. I look forward to being with you, perhaps at a college prep conference, at a fellowship or Bible study or church near you.
0: We've run out of time. Thank you for joining us here on Evidence and Answers, radio broadcast. We hope you enjoyed today's show. If you would like Pat to speak at your church, Bible study, or perhaps hold an apologetics conference, give him a call locally in Hawaii. That number is 483-0586. Or you may contact him through the Evidence & Answers website. That's evidenceandanswers.org. To keep broadcasts, like Pat's on the air, we rely on generous support from you, our listeners, or the opportunity to donate. Head on over to our website. Once again, that's evidenceandanswers.org, and you may do so right there online. You'll also find we have a wide variety of resources available to you, everything from atheism to Zen Buddhism including articles and additional audio for you to listen to or download. So be sure to share our website with those around you. Evidence and Answers would like to thank one of our sponsors, the Honolulu Christian Church. If you don't have a home church and are looking for a great place to connect and grow in Christ, check out the Honolulu Christian Church. For service times, log on at honoluluchristian.org. That's HonoluluChristian.org. Join us again next time on the air or online as we provide compelling reasons for faith in Christ. That's Evidence and Answers with Pat Zuccaran.